No statements made during the Growing Your Wealth radio show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on your individual information. Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services is licensed to offer investment advisory services through Madrona Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through Madrona Insurance Services, LLC, a licensed insurance agency and an affiliate of Madrona Financial Services. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investors cannot invest directly into indexes. No investment strategy, including asset allocation or diversification, guarantees a profit or guarantees the avoidance of loss. Financial planning is an important tool that does not guarantee specific outcomes. When it comes to investing, retirement, and legacy planning, the decisions you make today can greatly impact the quality of life for both you and your loved ones tomorrow. What you need is straight, unbiased information on the most important issues you'll face when planning for your financial future. Good news. You found the Growing Your Wealth radio show with Brian Evans. Brian is the founder of Madrona Financial Services, and with his background as a CPA, he brings a unique perspective to the investment and financial planning world. He follows the philosophy rooted in his tax experience of, it's not what you make, but what you keep. And this focus on tax-smart investment strategies is all part of the fully integrated planning strategy known as the Madrona Bundle of Services. You'll hear Brian's thoughts on everything impacting your portfolio, from income to taxes, and from growth opportunities to long-term security. This is your source of comprehensive financial information. You'll soon understand why they call it the Madrona Difference. So get ready for an hour full of the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. And welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Thank you so much. Welcome to Growing Your Wealth, the radio show that gives you straight talk and honest answers about how to invest better, live better, retire better, and give better. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have some valuable information for you during the coming hour that could change your financial life for the better. My name is Jeff Shade, and I'm just here to ask the questions. But the words of wisdom and solid advice come from the expert Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. How you doing today, Brian? I'm doing just fine. Thanks, Jeff. Glad to hear it as always. I hope our listeners are doing well today too. Well, Brian, of course, you're still there in the home office. I'm here in the mothership. Has this really affected or slowed down the way that you're working with clients? Yes and no. Uh, the CPA firm that I own uh, certainly has had a disruption because right at the start of tax season, everybody was planning on basically spending all their waking hours in the office. The offices got closed down and they haven't even reopened yet. So there was a lot of disruption there. Luckily, I had previously uh, given all my employees uh, an amount to spend on home equipment just for when they kids are sick or something, they can just dial in. So I had already kind of done that. And then they were able to pretty much do what they, you know, everything they could do for tax season. And then they extended the deadlines. So I think a lot of them figured, well, rather than work all those crazy overtime hours now, I'll just kind of spread it out over the months since I'm home anyway. Now the uh, Madrona Financial firm, uh, no, there's been no disruption whatsoever. Uh, we had gone to CloudBase on everything. I, I have a full-time IT guy, Eric Powell, and he's awesome. He is the best with security and and how uh, he protects the data and, and taking care of it. But he, he put us on the cloud and he put the CPA firm on paperless previously. So it was as if we kind of, we didn't know this was going to happen, of course, but we were prepared for if it did. And when it did happen, we were very prepared for what came from there. And then, like I said, the, the uh, financial services part being that everything is cloud-based, uh, it doesn't matter where I'm sitting and doesn't matter where any of my employees are sitting anymore. 
Well, I certainly do miss you here in the Mothership Studio here, the Madrona Financial Studios. It's always good to see you. But as you said, you have prepared for your employees, uh, the Madrona and also uh, Bauer Evans, to work from home or work remotely. Do you think that that's going to be the trend of the future? I mean, so many employees are working from home these days and getting their job done. And here I am sitting in this great big building. It's just myself and, you know, Laura from Madrona Financial Services. Do you think that this is going to shape the way that business is done in the future? Well, I did leave that part out. I miss you too, Jeff. I miss (laughs) seeing your face. And one-on-one, I miss seeing my people I work with, the team, and and talking about their lives a little bit here and there and just the interaction. So that is missing. And and it's, it is interesting that this is happening to my generation because we always looked at the, not all of us, but, you know, we look at the younger generation and, and you know, there's that commercial that shows the parents going out and, and the kid going, man, you guys are such squares. I got 6,552 friends and... <laughs> Yeah, you know, hasn't met a single one of them, yeah. and they're out there partying with their with their friends, and and yeah, they're the squares. Uh, so you know, we we come from a generation that is used to looking you in the eye and talking to you and getting a sense of who you are in person and building relationships, and and those relationships spread to others and and referrals and all that stuff. Well, right now we're kind of all teenagers. <laughs> you know, we're all texting. We're uh, on the internet. We're Facebooking chatting online you know we're not one-on-one anymore in person like like we've done for forever and so that's a big change that's happened now I don't think that the interpersonal will be replaced however I do think that for instance in the old days if someone wanted to talk to me they'd always drive up to Everett and come see me and sit in the waiting room and fight traffic there and back. I think going forward, they're going to go, I really don't need to see you unless it's maybe the first time meeting to get a sense of you if you're going to manage my money or maybe I have you know, an hour or two of, of stuff I just need to go over with you. But for a lot of the stuff, they're just going to do a Zoom meeting, a Teams meeting, a phone call. It's, it is going to change the frequency, I believe, of those meetings. It's not going to replace them. Yeah, well, it's good to know that you've embraced technology here at Madrona Financial, and even though you can communicate just as well with your clients remotely using technology, that you still can have them into the office. And as the door cracks open a little bit more here, and we get into phase two and phase three of our opening process, that people can still come in here and sit down and have a face-to-face meeting with you or any of the other advisors here at Madrona Financial. Now, I know that you've been keeping busy over there in the home office, and I understand that a lot of your business or a lot of calls. You've been getting a lot of calls from the Boeing people. What's going on over there? Yeah, with their voluntary layoff and and uh, the fact that you know, they're going to be cutting people and 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 the people that are there maybe have been there and were kind of close to retirement, maybe a year or two or three away are going going. You know, it's just not as much fun as it used to be. I'm really stressed out. I got enough money, I I I, I think, and I, I want to get one of these financial plans to see if I do and what my options are. They're looking at their Boeing pension, going, you know, it doesn't really pay out that much relative to the lump sum because you know it's a function of low interest rates. Are there any options on that? He talk, you know, I hear Madrona talking about these fixed index annuities, the increasing lifetime cash flow. Maybe I look into that. So there's a lot of reasons why I'm getting a lot of calls. From people wanting to figure out, is this the time I should take the plunge and and think about retiring from Boeing? 
Now, I know that those people who are being offered involuntary layoffs and voluntary layoffs are offered the option of speaking with a financial advisor. And uh, although I'm sure that advisor is a good advisor, can every advisor talk about all the things that you talk about at Madrona Financial? I mean, do they have a lot of people who communicate with each other under one roof the way that your firm does? That's a layup, Jeff. No. (laughs) Thank you. Handed it right off to you. Um, Yeah. No, I mean, gosh, they're they're not CPAs. There is something to being a CPA for 36 years. It's called experience and and breadth of knowledge. And so applying the, the tax ramifications, estate planning, trust, real estate advice, business advice, the financial plans themselves, charitable giving strategies, uh, 1031 exchange strategies, you know, all the different things that, that separate the big boys from the, from the kids. That's, that's really important. And we have that and no other firm that I'm aware of that I've ever seen, especially the ones that they have at Boeing there that they recommend. They just don't have those resources whatsoever. They absolutely do not. Ken Fisher does not have them. The Boeing people do not have them. I would absolutely go to bat. Uh, I'll, I'll do the presidential style debate uh, on, on that topic. <laughs> just throw 100 complex topics at us and, and I'll, I'll probably win 98 to 2 on that. So I, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying 36 years being a CPA, owning a CPA firm and doing the hard work to get here you know, with that experience level. And then my my advisors either have 20 plus years in this field or are, are also CPAs. Uh, so we have that at our firm, something that, that no other firm has. Well, I know that the people at Boeing probably have a lot of questions. And if I were going to be approaching something as important as my retirement, I think I would like to get a second, maybe even a third opinion. And I know that you offer that here. You can get your complimentary financial plan by calling 844-MADRONA. Or you can also get sort of a mini plan, which is about a 30-minute phone conversation. Again, 844-MADRONA. And you can request your plan online at madronafinancial.com. Brian, you mentioned something there I had forgotten about. You talked about a presidential debate and, you know, with all this COVID-19 stuff, I totally forgot. Hey, isn't there some sort of a presidential election or something going to be happening here in the near future? <laughs> yeah, it's happening on uh, MSNBC, CNN, <laughs> and Fox. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm afraid it's just a bunch of pundits and, and yeah. uh, everybody knows there's a two to one right now. The two, two hate him and one loves him. So that's, <laughs> that's pretty much all we get right now. I would love, you know, I I miss those debates. There's some of those yeah. great lines, uh, and you sure, sir, are no Jack Kennedy. You know, there, yeah, there's right. uh, some really good stuff that comes out of those. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of missing that, and especially it would be wildly entertaining, I think, this time around, just to see the, <laughs> the names that Trump would come up with and the, mm-hmm. and the gaffes that, that Biden would come come up with. <laughs> it would be uh, pretty entertaining, I think. So. Yeah, entertaining to say the least. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't give me great confidence <laughs> about the future of America, but I don't know. You know, America's been through some pretty tough things, and we've always come back. These are a couple of older candidates, too, and they're being forced to embrace this technology. I, I I mean, you know, you can't get out and press the flesh anymore, can you? Right. I think uh, Biden's uh, really struggling with that. Uh, it's probably been a good thing for him. I, I think the campaign, I'm just personal opinion, I think it was wearing on him. Right. I think he needed a, a rest. And so he's, he's in his basement there and trying to figure out how a Zoom meeting works. And kind of reminds me of me about two months ago. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, I better figure this out. You know, and so I, I, I imagine he has somebody who's uh, probably as 
good as Eric uh, that I have, but to set me up. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, they'll have to get out there sometime, and it is tough to campaign in your late seventies. I'm hoping in my late seventies I'm retired or mm-hmm. at least working just part time doing stuff I love, kind of like Bauer is. Uh, you know, he comes in when he when he wants to, and he he uh, leaves when he wants to, and it works out great. You know, with this presidential election coming up here, too, it occurred to me that, you know, not only will COVID-19 and the way that we recover from this affect the economy, but also could the presidential election, could that possibly affect it as much as COVID-19? That depends. If Trump gets reelected, it's going to affect it positively because he's obviously positive for the business environment. Keeping taxes and regulations low is what, you know, the business uh, people want. And he's good about uh, creation of jobs, bringing back the U.S., manufacturing is a focus. And so uh, no question that the economy would be better off uh, with him, in my opinion. So if we look at the Biden presidency now, previously I thought, you know, it would be business as usual if Bloomberg, Biden or Trump got elected. Now I'm starting to wonder about that because uh, much like the second George Bush, got really managed by his people. I mean, I heard him speak live with uh, Bill Clinton, in fact, and and he was brilliant. Oh, my gosh, that guy was just on fire when he was speaking. I mean, where was this guy when he was president? He was so managed, and they told him, don't say this, say that. He looked all, you know, tied up uh, from that. And I see Biden being managed, too, and he's getting managed by the left. And if the left gets gets their claws into him and he becomes their puppet, then the economy, uh, yeah, then COVID, that would uh, absolutely put us way, way, way down. Well, Brian, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, I want to talk about how America has recovered from some previous downturns and possibly what the hope is for us and how we might be able to defend against a down economy. So we'll continue with Growing Your Wealth and talk about that and more when our show continues right after this. Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans will be right back with even more ways to help you stay focused on your retirement goals. Has your financial advisor called you lately? If you're retired or about to, You need to know how your money is being managed now more than ever. Madrona Financial Services is dedicated to retirement planning and is now offering virtual or phone reviews to help answer the most critical questions about your money. Call them now at 844-MADRONA to schedule your meeting. The meetings are convenient, safe, and designed to provide maximum retirement income. If you haven't heard from your advisor lately and are unsure about your real exposure to risk or exactly how your savings are invested, Call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA right now for your virtual or phone meeting. Every minute your advisor doesn't call you could cost you. Get the facts about your money and call the retirement team at Madrona Financial Services now at 844-MADRONA or visit them online at madronafinancial.com. Again, that's 844-MADRONA or online at madronafinancial.com. Many people are experiencing unexpected job loss and find themselves in uncharted waters, from some of the largest employers in our area laying off employees to the smallest having to close their doors. This is impacting many of us and our neighbors. Losing a job is hard enough, but with the added stress of what to do with your 401k or other employer-sponsored plans, it can feel overwhelming. At Madrona Financial Services, we are here to help bring clarity, direction, and strategy to your financial world. Our staff of wealth managers and CPAs can answer your questions and provide the type of guidance these times require. You can start by scheduling a complimentary phone call or virtual meeting so we can discuss your personal situation and how we may be able to help. 
There are important financial considerations when it comes to certain employer-sponsored plans. We'll help explain your options so you can avoid any unnecessary penalties or taxes. Schedule your complimentary meeting today at 844-MADRONA or online at madronafinancial.com. madronafinancial.com. That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A financial.com. Tired of getting only half the story? We've got you covered with the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with your host, Brian Evans. Now, here's Brian. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to be talking about America's past and future. That's right, Brian. And, you know, we're living in unprecedented times, of course, but it is not the first time that America has seen a crisis. And I think it's important to remember that when people talk about recovery, recovery, it's a question of when and not if. So there are about three times that I can think of when America has been in crisis and bounced back. First one, of course, Spanish flu of 1918. And just like today, people were ordered to wear masks and schools and businesses, theaters were closed. But you know, just a couple of years later, the roaring 20s began. America continued on its way to becoming a global superpower. And here we are once again in the 20s. They didn't begin out roaring. Well, I guess they did begin roaring a little bit, but that roar was quashed into a meow here in uh, just a couple of months. Second one was the Great Depression. At the end of 1929, America entered this depression with huge stock market losses, but relief and reform measures like the New Deal, Unemployment Insurance, Social Security Program, the end of Prohibition, that got America turned around after the Great Depression. And then, of course, came World War II. Everybody chipped in on this with rationing. I'm sure everybody's heard about that. Maybe you've got some of the old ration stickers in your family. I know that I still have some left over from my parents and grandparents. But after the war, America entered a new era of progress and prosperity. So here we are again, considering the recent developments, America being able to crack the door open a little bit on coming out once again. Does this really give you any sort of hope as to what the recovery might look like? Are we looking at more of a V instead of the U that we thought we might have a couple of weeks ago? So let me get your question straight. I'm going to analyze uh, World War One, the Spanish flu, the Great Depression, World War Two, and where we're at now. Is that about to sum it up, Jeff? That pretty That's much awesome. does. I think you threw in World yeah. War One, so let's talk about that, too. I did throw that one in. Uh, yeah, I think that was the most awesome question you've asked me in the six years we've been doing this, uh, <laughs> okay. this show. So thank you for that. That's no, better than I, how I are you, right? Yeah, it's better than the infomercials. <laughs> we were just right. talking about a break that uh, we right. have to listen to sometimes. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, that's, I, I'm just reflecting on all of that that you just said. It's like, wow. Think about where we were and where we came, how we came back as a country. I mean, if you were alive during, let's say you were born in 1900, by the time you're, you're, you know, 50 years old, yeah, you've had World War One, the Spanish flu, the Great Depression, and World War Two, and the recovery out, out through all of those. I mean, that is just amazing what those people must have gone through. Because, yeah, the, uh, if it wasn't bad enough to, to be in World War I, but then the Spanish flu, it, it uh, infected an estimated 500 million people and killed an estimated 20 to 50 million people. Hmm. There were 675,000 Americans that died from that. Uh, so, you know, we're near, nowhere near those numbers today, even though the population is so much greater due to better communication and, and so forth. But yeah, you're, you're, you're right on. That happened in 1918. The Roaring 20s happened a couple of years later. And you go, how do we go from a world war and Spanish flu and all those deaths and misery and all that and, and spending of money overseas and, and uh, all that to 
a roaring decade, but we did. And then you fast forward to the Great Depression, and, and that was you know, really caused by external forces, the stock market, the margin borrowing. You only needed 5% down to buy stocks, so when they dropped 13.1% on Black Tuesday, people were upside down. They couldn't make their margin calls. The whole system collapsed. They fixed that with the uh, SEC in 1933 and 1934, changed the margin requirements, et cetera, so that that couldn't happen again. But uh, half of the, uh, almost half of the America's banks failed, and unemployment was close to 30%, although we're not probably going to be too far off of that here. And then World War II, I mean, you think about uh, right now, there's no production happening in the United States, hardly at all, because everybody's locked down. But I think a World War II kind of does the same thing, except it does it for about four years. We were locked down there from 41, 42, 43, 44, 45. So five years, essentially, we were locked down spending all our resources on non really consumer type productive stuff uh yet we came out the the 50s were one of the best decades ever so yeah what a what a walk down uh, history lane yeah and it really does show that america is very resilient and when you think about things in perspective as you said things like the depression world war one and world war two spanish flu i mean those seem to have been a lot more severe than what we're going through today I mean, Spanish flu of 1918 today, medically and scientifically, we're so much further advanced. And I really think that, you know, a vaccine is around the corner for this. And we're just a lot smarter about this. So I really have faith in America. So all that considered and the fact that, you know, we've been through, of course, 1987 and, you know, 2007 and 8, 2000, that sort of thing, too. Does it really look to you like we do have this V-shaped recovery in that maybe we've reached the bottom? We're uh, on the way climbing back up right now? Or is there more pain to come, do you think? Yeah, I've been trying to think of the letter that <laughs> that corresponds with the recovery we might be seeing. And I think it's almost the whole alphabet just kind of, you know, <laughs> right. bouncing around and <laughs> curves and dips and dives and goes up, goes down. So it's not, yeah, it's almost uh, the whole alphabet. I, I think we're going to go through a, a weird period of volatility. Well, any more volatility is just, just part of the deal. There's, there's certainly uh, a lot of the recovery is priced in right now, some of it anyway and i'm not sure the timing of it uh, i do i do predict that uh the you know i don't like to make a lot of predictions but as we look at historically that we we'd come out of these things in in a year or two uh when we come out of this it's going to be much faster uh information goes a lot faster and uh we have more tools and 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 better controls on banks and, and investing and, and all that kind of thing. So when we do get back together and, and uh, you know, where you know, maybe it's Memorial Day, you know, after that, you know, people are getting together, Labor Day, whatever, and, and we're doing commerce again, I think it's going to roar back at that time. I, I think there's a lot of pent-up uh, demand. A lot of people want to appreciate their jobs when they didn't before, and, and they're going to work harder than, than ever. And I think the whole country is going is very resilient, and we're really going to roar back once we're unleashed to be able to do that. Well, after World War II came the 50s, and that was an era of great prosperity. I mean, America went back to work. There were so many people, you know, returning GIs that were buying houses, and it was fueled, I think, a lot by the manufacturing boom out in Ohio and Michigan and that part of the country. They were pumping out cars, and, you know, factories were going full steam. Most people did have jobs, and a lot of employers couldn't find enough employees. Do you think that this technology boom that we've been forced into right now is going to really create sort of a new frontier and a new sort of economy? I do. I mean, we were right there six months ago. We had 
you know, I, I couldn't find, it's hard to find qualified people because no one's looking for a job. And anybody that's good at working had multiple offers. And so we were, we were doing great. And I think uh, what it could look like with the technological advances and all the new industry that's coming from that, the variations of old industries, and, and that's a huge frontier. Now, add to that the possibility of taking a lot of manufacturing back into the U.S. because of the supply chain disrupt- disruption that we just went through. Maybe it's, you know, I don't know if it's going to be all U.S., but, you know, certainly moving supply chain, manufacturing to different parts of the world and, and maybe, again, within our own country. So if we have manufacturing and the technological uh, boom both happening at the same time, well, well, gee, the sky's the limit. Yeah, this could be some of the greatest times in American history with what you've talked about, combining manufacturing, coming back to these shores with technology. You know, we've gotten a lot of goods that were made in China and overseas and so forth. And if we can bring those industries back to America and create jobs, I think we'll be so much better off. What does all this mean for the average investor, the person who has some money in the market and uh, invested elsewhere insofar as the opportunity for not only protecting the money that they have, but a little bit of growth as well? Yeah, uh, before I get into that, it, it reminds me of a comment. We were, we were talking about this a few months ago on the show about how China's you know, manufacturing all this stuff that's critical to us, and, and we really need to, to move that and to other places. And I said, I've, I've got a few countries. I remember saying, I have a few countries in mind where we can move the manufacturing. How about the country of Michigan and the country of yeah. Ohio and the country of Indiana? That's right. Yeah, they're already used to manufacturing. They have big facilities that are empty. They, they have robotics, they, people that understand them. And, and uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, I, I hope to see that in the, in the near future. Now, what it means for financial planning is, you know, in the old days, you, you might think, well, I, I'll just put it in the S&P and, and put it on autopilot or, you know, put it in my CDs or bonds and put it in autopilot and not think about it. But I think you need to think about it. We've had a, a lot of opportunities to make uh, adjustments to accounts, and uh, and we've done that here. And, and there's a lot of uh, different kinds of investment arenas that you really need to consider in your portfolio. If all you're doing is stocks and bonds, it's it's uh, the analogy I have as a toolbox. If you only have two tools, it's hard to, to build a proper house. Uh, you need you need a lot of different tools for different purposes. Uh, stock markets do great for potential growth. Well, not recently, and liquidity, but they don't do very good cash flow and security, and they're not tax advantage. So, you know, these are all things we need. You can't get them from just one type of investment. You need them all, and you need a, you need a plan. You need to talk through a lot of things that aren't on the sheet of paper. How's your health? What are your concerns? What what are some of the things, how, what you're feeling about taxes? Would you? What about Washington estate tax? Are there ways around that? Yes, there are. Uh, what about income tax to your heirs? Yes, there are. What about other tax planning opportunities? Uh, what are they? And, and those are things we can go over with people. That's Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. I'm here in the mothership today. And yes, uh, Brian, there's a big toolbox here. It's not filled with air tools like I used to have there working on my classic cars, but now it's got all sorts of things in there, annuities and fixed index universal life policies, all sorts of stuff. If you want to talk to somebody who can talk taxes, who can talk about estate planning, and who can talk about retirement, everything that you need to have your answers to, just simply call Madrona Financial Services and set up your complimentary 
complimentary financial plan. That number, 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. And of course, as always, you can find out more about the firm online and request your plan at madronafinancial.com. You can either request a full plan or you can get your sort of a quick plan, about a 30-minute conversation. I think it's, it'll be well worth your time. And, uh, you know, if you're not as busy as you used to be, pick up the phone, call 844-MADRONA. It could be the best phone call that you have made this year. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth. Jeff Shade along with Brian Evans. We're going to take a quick break. Be back with more right after this. Stay tuned for more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, the show you can't afford to miss. Many people are experiencing unexpected job loss and find themselves in uncharted waters. From some of the largest employers in our area laying off employees to the smallest having to close their doors, this is impacting many of us and our neighbors. Losing a job is hard enough. But with the added stress of what to do with your 401k or other employer-sponsored plans, it can feel overwhelming. At Madrona Financial Services, we are here to help bring clarity, direction, and strategy to your financial world. Our staff of wealth managers and CPAs can answer your questions and provide the type of guidance these times require. You can start by scheduling a complimentary phone call or virtual meeting so we can discuss your personal situation and how we may be able to help. There are important financial considerations when it comes to certain employer-sponsored plans. We'll help explain your options so you can avoid any unnecessary penalties or taxes. Schedule your complimentary meeting today at 844-MADRONA or online at madronafinancial.com. madronafinancial.com. That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A financial.com. The word volatile is rarely used when describing something desirable. It's usually not associated with pleasant outcomes and doesn't sound very appealing unless you're describing a roller coaster or some other thrill ride. And when it comes to your retirement plan, volatile is the last word you want to hear when talking about your nest egg. At Madrona Financial Services, we like to focus on other words when it comes to retirement planning. Words like predictability, opportunity, and security. And while we may live in volatile times, there are strategies that you could be using right now to lessen or even possibly eliminate its impact on your portfolio. If you're concerned about your exposure to market volatility, call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA to schedule your complimentary review. We'll perform a risk analysis of your current portfolio and then discuss the ways we can help you achieve your retirement goals without taking unnecessary chances with your nest egg. Take back control of your retirement. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA or visit us at madronafinancial.com. At a time when the world feels like it's filled with fear and panic, we remain calm. When others are making rash decisions based on emotions, we remain vigilant and committed to sound strategy. At Madrona Financial Services, we are dedicated to helping our clients achieve their retirement goals through any type of challenge. We were here to help our clients through the Great Recession, and we're here now to help you get through this dark time as well. That's why we created our Keep Calm and Retire On webinar. It's available now. Register today at madronafinancial.com. Nothing lasts forever, and we will recover from this too, so it's important not to panic. So if you are not confident in your current plan, have concerns about your exposure to market volatility, or are worried about your retirement income, this webinar is for you. Register today for our complimentary webinar, Keep Calm and Retire On. Available now at madronafinancial.com. Register today at madronafinancial.com. That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A financial.com. You can't build a house with just one tool, and you can't plan for retirement without an integrated, comprehensive strategy. If you want to get more information on the Madrona bundle of services, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or go to madronafinancial.com. Now, back to more of Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. 
Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to be talking about an article on the five economic cracks in America's foundation. That's right, Brian. I've got this article here in front of me that says during this uh, coronavirus, there's been a lot of effort being put into making everything look like it's still great and if it's going to be great in the future. But what people really aren't talking about are the massive economy cracks that may be forming beneath the surface. So let's talk about some of the indicators that this article discusses that point to economic cracks. Now, the first one here has to do with whether the stock market is going to continue its downward trend and just not ever come back up. Uh, The first one is the Buffett indicator, and Warren Buffett calls this possibly the best single measure of where valuations stand at any given moment. And the Buffett indicator compares the total market value of stocks to our GDP or gross domestic product. And what we're experiencing right now is the stocks being valued at more than the gross domestic product, the GDP, if you will. And that's only happened two other times in history, 1999 and 2007. Yeah, that that is kind of a telling thing. I, I know that, you know, with all the money we're borrowing, that is not good for the future of America. And uh, whether you agree with how they spend it or not, it's a whole nother uh, probably 10 segments. But for now, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we, we borrowed so much. And, and uh, the indicators were in previous times that led to uh, a bad market. Now, I will say one difference between those and now is those markets, the profitability was not there, which you know, we look back to 1999 when the stocks, when it was a similar measure in 2007. In 99, we had so much value in a stock market that was in companies that had no chance of ever making a profit. The dot-com, essential, uh, essentially the dot-com market. So you had a lot of perceived value in markets. You didn't have perceived uh production from that. Same thing happened in 2008. Uh, if you look at the profitability of the S&P, it actually went to zero as a, as a combined whole. Uh, but it only stayed there for for a little while and it, it roared right back up to where it was before. So part of it is, you know, where every market's different. You can always look back, oh, it's happened twice before, so it's going to happen again. But then the, the next time it happens in a completely different way. So we take it with a grain of salt, but it, it is concerning that we borrowed so much relative to our GDP. Well, I think we've talked about the fact that the market had been overvalued with the recent market drops. I mean, is it still overvalued or is it just getting back to where it really should have been all along? Well, yeah, it was a little bit overvalued based on long-term earnings data, P.E. ratios and so forth. And uh, it's hard to say because uh, none of the numbers I'm looking at right now are valid. I I don't know what the profitability of companies is going to be a year from now. So when you're looking at forward price earnings ratios, whoever's putting that out there is telling me they know how much these companies are going to make in net profit in the next 12 months. And I'm here to say, no, I don't think you do. So because we don't know. And so there's a lot of uncertainty. So it's possible that it is still greatly overvalued in the short run. I think long run, probably not, but short run, potentially. So you might be wanting to make some uh, adjustments to your portfolio at this time. We're talking about some indicators of cracks in America's economic foundation. Brian, let's talk a little bit about stock buybacks. I know there was an exclusive group of buyers who were banned from buying stocks for triggering the 1929 stock market crash when the market fell by 90%. So what is a stock buyback and how does it affect us today? Yeah, that's where uh, companies uh, essentially they just buy back their own stock. And you go, well, what's the big deal about that? Well, 
you know, the, the price of a stock moves based upon supply and demand. If the demand for a stock, the number of buyers is high and they're buying stocks, well, then it, it takes a higher price to shake sellers loose to be able to feel like they want to sell it. And so it's a way of manipulating your share price. So if you put billions of dollars into your own stock, you just manipulated it by uh, having an artificial uh, entry point into the supply-demand ratio that's typically there. So you've added to artificial demand, uh, the price goes up, and it wasn't because the company necessarily was doing something great, it was because of the stock buyback. So then the people that have bought are coming in now, they're looking at the stock going, oh, look at this stock, it's going way up, I better get on that. This, this looks like a great company, everybody's buying it. And then they buy in it, and, and but it was already inflated. And so they buy at the, the inflated price, and then the, the, the company that was, was buying them will, will now just resell them and make the profit. And then you see it collapse, and, you know, that, or you can't see it go down. And so that's that's always been a problem. I'm I'm really disappointed we haven't fixed that. It happened in 29. We fixed the margin rules back in 29. I don't know why we didn't do something about stock buybacks because that is a clear manip- manipulation of, of share price. Next indicator, Brian, is the $30 trillion wealth transfer. I mean, after World War II, there was a massive increase in babies being born and U.S. births increased at an unprecedented rate for the next 18 years. These baby boomers were uh, actually the most powerful group of investors in the United States. But now we're beginning to retire a little bit. And instead of paying into the government or into it with taxes, I mean, now we're taking money out. How's this going to affect America's economy? Yeah, there is a, a, a big uh, slew of people uh, from their late 50s to their mid-70s that would make up the baby boomers. And as you can imagine, a lot of them are thinking of retiring. Now, the thing is, though, uh, that, that that misses is uh, in the past when, you know, there was a lot of talk about this over the last couple decades about what's going to happen when all these people are gone. I, I think they assumed that the millennials were going to be a bunch of deadbeats and wouldn't be able to pick up. And that's just not the case. I mean, the millennials that I work with are, are brilliant and they're they're hardworking people. And so that, that didn't work out that way. It's just a, a generational transfer. And with the value of markets and real estate, there's a huge wealth transfer that's going to happen. Lots of planning opportunities. I mean, the government wants to get as much of that, that transfer as they can. That's why they make you take required minimum distributions. You take, you know, 50000 out of your left pocket and put uh, 38000 into your right pocket because they grab the taxes out uh, when it's coming out of the IRA to go into your other accounts. And so that's they're going to be uh, gearing up for that. They, they need that money. They need that transfer. And you probably want to transfer it to your uh, spouse and kids and loved ones and charities and so forth instead. So there are a lot of things we can do to help with that. Uh, kind of got to be a CPA, as we talked about in the first segment, to be able to do that. But yeah, the, the I think there's going to be also a big business transfer. All these businesses that are owned and operated by older people, they need somebody to take it to the next generation. So there's going to be a lot to all this. Brian, the next uh, indicator that this article talks about that points to a crack in America's foundation has to do with the dwindling velocity of money. It's never been as low as it is right now. Money just simply isn't moving. Yeah, you know, and a lot of that is is due to where we're at right now. I mean, money's dead. 
People aren't spending, people aren't earning. And so that is a concern. 70% of our economy is tied with consumer and consumers aren't, again, they, unless you're picking something off of Amazon or Home Depot and having it delivered, uh, you're probably not spending a whole lot of money. Although technology companies, I don't think they've slowed down their earnings at all. But yeah, we're, we're just not moving money through our system. And that's not good for an economy. We saw that happen in Japan where they didn't have the number of workers. So they really did have a demographic issue and they were net savers. And so their, their older generation, they, they save money. They didn't spend it like Americans do. And so their economy really stagnated for 25 years there and uh, at least. And so it was not a good place to invest uh, most of my adult life where it had been previously. Now, we haven't had that, but if we do stagnate, then that's, that is a big issue. Well, Brian, I know that the money is moving through this local pizza delivery joint that I go to all the time. <laughs> when I talk to the owner there, he says, I've never been busier. Talking about economic cracks in America's foundation, some indicators there. And this is an article that I read. It's part of what we hear in the media. And of course, the media is there to get eyes and ears so they can deliver those to the advertisers. So you kind of have to take this with a grain of salt. Brian, when we come back, I want to talk about some ways to avoid making bad investment decisions as a result of articles just like this. All that and more when Growing Your Wealth continues right after this. Discussing the financial issues that matter most to you. We'll be right back with more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Time for today's edition of Growing Your Wealth, presented by Madrona Financial. Here's Brian Evans. Today I want to talk about the future of Social Security. Social Security already was in some trouble. It's expected to not have enough money coming in to cover benefits in the early 2030s, so about 12, 13 years from now anyway. The amount that they expect it will be funded is money coming in is only going to be about three quarters of the projected benefits that have been promised. So we got some problems and that was all pre-COVID. So post-COVID, collections are going to fall dramatically and we're going to have a lot more problems. So a lot of people are thinking, well, gosh, and rightly so, my future of Social Security cost of living adjustments is going to be low and probably nil. The other thing is they may have to raise the age. But another thing that's been put out there is how about just increasing the Social Security payroll tax on that? So a lot of people have talked about having a new payroll tax. Now that payroll tax, it has to be three to 5%. The payroll tax already is about 15% between the employee's portion and the matching employer's portion. So we could see uh, in the future where payroll taxes are gonna have to be raised to 20, 25%. And the benefit you're gonna get is not gonna be going up at all with inflation. So there's a real shortage. We're seeing this with pension plans around the country, especially in Illinois and New York where they are completely unfunded. And so just word to the wise in your financial planning, make sure you consider the future of Social Security. And that was Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, Madrona Financial, investments, retirement, taxes, and legacy. MadronaFinancial.com. Get your free copy of Brian's latest book, The Complete Book of Retirement. It covers everything from the basics of retirement planning to passive real estate investing. Arm yourself with information and take control of your retirement. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA for your free copy or visit madronafinancial.com. Do you ever worry if your CPA and financial advisor are on the same page? You won't have to if you call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or visit them at madronafinancial.com. Now, back to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. 
Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to be talking about how to avoid bad decisions in retirement. And Brian, so many people make decisions based on emotion and just, you know, the way they're feeling at one point. And, you know, we talked about the economic cracks. They hear things like that and then they begin to worry about them. And it really just doesn't come to any good whatsoever. So what are some of the common retirement mistakes that people make when they rely too heavily on instinct or emotion when decision making when it comes to their finances? I think one of the most common ones is uh, there's, there's a lot of them, actually. One of the common ones is to just look at a chart and go, oh, look how it's done in the past. That means it's going to keep doing that in the future. Well, that's probably not necessarily the case. In fact, generally, investments will will do a very different in a forward from where they were in the past. If it's gone way up, maybe it's gone up too much. If it's gone way down, maybe it's set to recover. Another one is that a lot of people think they got to be liquid all the time. And when I give a seminar, I, I sometimes ask the room, okay, who in this room got rich, got your money off of stocks and, and bonds? And they well, no. Okay, those liquid assets. Uh, who in this money in this room made your money off a of real estate or a business? And all the hands go up, mm-hmm. and and then I go, well, how liquid is that? And well, it's not. Well, then why do you have to be liquid now? Liquidity is your enemy often when we're talking about investments because if it's too liquid, it's probably not a long-term growth strategy. And so you you can overdo a good thing, and liquidity is one of them. Yeah, I think you really have to consider that. And so many people, you know, make decisions based on emotion and what their male person tells them or the guy next door. And I mean, you really can get into a lot of trouble not analyzing facts and figures. And as we always say, to past performance is not an indicator of future results. Brian, when you do financial plans for uh, people and, you know, people when they turn things over to you, the person who really does know what they're talking about and who does not make decisions based on emotion. But when you make these plans, is it sort of just a set it and forget it type thing? Hey, this is going to work now. It'll work into the future. Or do you have to make adjustments as you go along the way? Oh, well, we make adjustments, especially this year. Now, part of it is a set. Uh, the, the set part is to uh, to figure out how much you're comfortable with in the market. I think that's a, a good starting point. You know, is it 100 zero? Is it 50? Is it you know 60, 40? What is it? So the the market part is kind of that. And then once we figure that out, now we can start delving into the areas that you can't do on your own. You can't go out and buy. If you're listening to this, if you're not licensed insurance person, you can't go out and buy a fixed index annuity. Nor would you have the ability to you know analyze the hundreds of different products out there that that. I do and pick the right one. You can't go buy a private non-traded real estate investment trust. You're not allowed to. So there's a lot of things you can't access. You can't buy a fixed index universal life for income tax-free growth in your retirement. And and you probably can't become a CEO anytime soon with 30-something years experience. So these these are some of the the tools that we're going to bring to a plan. But uh, I, I think back just this year alone, I don't know how many tens of thousands of trades Carolyn's uh, performed with a a very highly effective computer software, but I've had her put in the short position early in coronavirus, switch out to the long. I've rebalanced all the sectors that we're in so that our overweights are such that there are areas that I think are going to do better in the future, whether they're healthcare, uh, biotech, big tech, 
semiconductors or uh, consumer uh, staples, those kinds of things, avoiding the, you know, I have significant underweights to a lot of different sectors, of course, energy and, and, and certain other ones that I just think aren't ready to recover just yet. But there will come a time when they are. And, and so I want to have some dry powder in the portfolios to get back into those when those opportunities arise. And so, yeah, there's a lot that goes on and it is data focused. It's looking at the future. As I've said in previous shows, stock markets are a leading indicator. They're going to move way ahead of when the news is positive or negative. Then, uh, So we have to be aware of that. And I think people listen to my show know that I spend a lot of time and energy trying to get this stuff right. We're talking about how to avoid bad retirement decisions today. And, you know, as you said, those decision-making methods rely on repeatable processes, data, and analysis of past results, and also a lot of experience, too. You've been doing this for a long time. I think another mistake that people may be making when it comes to their retirement is thinking that they can do it themselves, that they don't need an advisor. What would you say to someone who says, I don't really need your experience, I can do this myself? It doesn't appear to be that complicated. Well, I'm going to probably surprise you with this answer. I'm going to say that a lot of times they're right. And where they're right is, let's say that you're in a 401k plan and you're you're 30 years old and you go, well, you know, everybody says I need an advisor. You're 40 or whatever. I don't think you do. I think uh, you have limited options and you're going to want to be in the market. The market's going to outperform, you know, the, the S&P, for instance, or or one of the long-term target date funds is probably going to outperform virtually everything else on that list of over the long haul. So while you're you're creating your wealth during your working years, you might be buying rental houses and so forth. There's no financial advisor going to help you with that. Um, I, I'm not going to come over and help you you know, install a new toilet in a rental house you just bought. Uh, so you're, you're on your own there, buddy. But, uh, you know, there's certain things that you're going to do on your own to build your wealth, your, your own business and so forth. Now, you might want some advice from my CPA on that part, CPA firm. But, uh, you know, other than that, probably don't need some. But there comes a time in your life where you do. And that's when you're in your pre-retirement mode. You're thinking ahead to the future, thinking about what, how to place your assets for your future retirement or you're in retirement. Because as I just mentioned, there's a lot of the most effective products that we can employ, the different tools in our toolbox, that you are not allowed to even do on your own without a financial advisor. Yeah, I mean, take advantage of the experience here, Brian and uh, Bob at Bauer Evans CPAs too. I mean, that is really, really valuable. If you are a DIYer, I mean, you can learn to do almost anything on YouTube. I mean, I was thinking, how do I change the coolant tank on my car? I mean, there's, yeah, there's things out of perform surgery. You can find it all there on YouTube. But there are these things called robo-advisors that I've heard about, too. I mean, talk about technology. A lot of people are turning to these robo-advisors, and the robo-advisors, I guess, can give you general advice. But I think the knock against them is they really don't know you. How important is it to you when doing a financial plan for you to get to know the individual person? Well, it's very important. That's why our questionnaires ask a whole bunch of questions on a scale of 1 to 10. How important are these different things to you? What are your future plans? Tell us uh, what your goals are and so forth. I, I think robo-advising is going to go away, honestly. It would not go away, but it's, it's, it's not any competition for what we're doing. I mean, there's no judgment whatsoever. Uh, it's, it's the difference between, you know, if, if you have some ailment and, and you're feeling bad, you can, you can pull up WebMD or you can go see a physician. 
you know, you don't just go read about it if you if you think that, that that's all it is. So I would think that most people want to go see a physician, <laughs> somebody with some experience that maybe can offer that. And I'd say that's kind of the analogy. I'd, we'd be the physician. If you just need robo uh, medical treatment, I guess you can just do robo uh, investing. But that all it's going to do is give you an allocation of stocks. And you can, you can do that on your own. You don't need a computer to help you with that. Brian, among the people that you uh, talk to here at Madrona Financial, those people coming in for their first financial plans, what are some of the most or what is the most common mistake that you have seen that people make when they do it themselves? Well, I think the biggest mistake is that they've got it done by someone else that maybe wasn't very good at it. And they thought that that was kind of the end all be all. Hey, I've got my plan. Well, who did it? Oh, I don't know. The 25 year old guy that kept calling me from Edward Jones and I'm like, oh, okay. Were the assumptions they used? I don't know. I think he said something about 7% a year every year. I'm like, oh, okay. That's never happened long term. So yeah, <laughs> your plan is it's garbage in, garbage out. And so that's a that's a big one that they rely on or or they did it themselves. And, and I look at it, I go, um, you left out income taxes. And they go, oh, right. Yeah, no, this plan's not going to work. And so there's, if you do it right, it's going to be very granular, very, very precise, and it takes a while to get it there. So I think just uh, overconfidence in some advisor that isn't a CPA or, or doesn't have the experience, overconfidence in your own Excel spreadsheet or something you, you bought for 30 bucks on, online. I think that's, you know, people are making huge decisions on a $30 or a no dollar investment. Now, obviously, we don't charge for ours, but I'd put our financial plan quality up against any that you could get anywhere. Well, I know that you do estate planning here at Madrona Financial, and I mean, you can buy a will online. You get one for 30 bucks. I mean, if it's very simple, you don't have anything, maybe that's a good way to go. But if there are more extenuating circumstances and you've got children and all sorts of different things too, I don't think it's a good idea to try to do those things yourself. I don't think it's a good idea to do that yourself. No, I don't. You know, just the healthcare directive. I mean, can you imagine if, well, I, I did it myself, and they look at it and go, well, it's not valid. You're going, oh, so I have no say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's no. right. Uh, I uh, and that we owe how much in estate tax, and and I have to go through probate. What? You know, what? And uh, you know, oh gosh, uh, yeah. Do it yourself. There's certain things you shouldn't do yourself, and uh, that would be one of them. Yeah, exactly. And your book, Prosperous Revelations, to talk about the two million dollar lawnmower, the guy who you know bought the will online and did it and left something out. It cost his estate two million dollars. He used that savings to buy a lawnmower. That's the book, Prosperous Revelations. You can get a copy of that here at Madrona Financial Services too. Brian, I love talking to you. It is just such a wonderful time with you every week. I learn so much, but unfortunately we are out of time once again. I want to thank everybody for listening to us today. The executive producer of our show is John Capuano. Our director of program operations is Greg Dennett's The Cookie Monster. Our show is produced by the lovely, talented, and dangerous six-degree black belt, our Swedish princess Stephanie Schoblum. Mighty Talavera is our associate producer. Laura McLaughlin's our content supervisor. Josh Toys, our technical editor and server boy Pete Gustin is our announcer. Ryan Evans, I'm Jeff Shade. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again next week with another edition of Growing Your Wealth.
Hi, this is Brian Evans, president of Madrona Financial Services. As a CPA and wealth manager, I've had lots of clients who owned highly appreciated real estate. And when it was time to sell that property, they all ran into the same problem, a huge tax bill. Up to now, some of their only options were to either follow the strict requirements of a 1031 exchange for another property or pay the hefty tax on the gain. We have access to another option to help our clients. It's called a DST. With a DST, you can still receive the benefits of property ownership like passive income, but you won't be responsible for all the debt or management. And best of all, a DST may meet the qualifications for your 1031 exchange. Now you can potentially defer the tax hit on your highly appreciated property and still get the benefits of investing in real estate. Call us today at 844-MADRONA to learn more about our DST program or visit us online at madronafinancial.com. DST investments are only available to accredited investors and are offered solely through the issuer's offering documents. The DST sponsor determines whether to accept any individual subscription documents. The news of the day sounds bleak. Schools are canceled. Travel plans have been canceled. Sports are canceled. But good news, your retirement has not been canceled. At Madrona Financial Services, we are focused on the big picture and don't engage in fear-based decision-making. We know this too shall pass, and the future will hold tremendous opportunity. But you need to make sure your nest egg is safe from market volatility today, because you don't get a second chance at retirement. If you're unsure about the safety of your retirement income or your exposure to market volatility, you must take action today. Start by registering for our complimentary webinar, Keep Calm and Retire On, available now by registering at madronafinancial.com. We'll explain what's happening in the financial world and discuss strategies you can put in place to help your portfolio weather this storm. Don't make decisions based on fear and misinformation. It's time to be confident in your financial team and retirement strategy. Register for our complimentary webinar, Keep Calm and Retire On, available now at madronafinancial.com. That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A financial.com.